Okay, Daphna Malam from the middle of the discussion here about the brachas of the Kain Godel says after the Avoida Yom Kippur, so we said after he finishes the Avoida, he lanes and then he makes these eight brachas and the Nakuda was that the brachas are supposed to be in Lashon Kodesh. The Gemara actually through the Sigur will never talk about how do you know the brachas have to be Lashon Kodesh. Just never says it. Apparently, obviously, brachas by definition are always going to be midrabbanon, and it seems to be the mafarshim explained that just like we say the birchas kahuna in general, we learned out daraisas be belashin kodesh. So these brachas that chazal mersakin is part of the avodashim kipper midrabbanon will also be similar to that in lashin kodesh. That seems to be what the point is. But now the gemara is focusing on the laning that we do on Yom Kippur. So it's said in the, it's said in the Mishnah that he lanes Achrei Mois, which is obviously the parasha of Avodah Yom Kippur, and then he skips to Va'achba also, which is the parasha of Yom Kippur in Parshas Emor, which is close to Achrei Mois. And then it says in the Mishnah of a Goylos he rolls it up, he finishes with it. Menichem Becheke holds it. V'yoymer, and he says, Yasser, or Yasser, Mimasha Karisi, Leftechem Kosovkan, there's more to read. And then Uba'eser, Shabachemish Pikudim, which is the parasha of the Musafim of Yom Kippur, that's in Parshas Pinchas, in Parshas Sefer Bamidvar, Kaira Alpeh. Those he reads, Balpeh. So it says the Gemara right away on top of the Malif, Ramini. says the Gemara says, how can he lane over here from Achimois and then skip and then lane from Parshas Emmer? We have Allah as follows. Allah says in the Gemara Megillah, Midalgim Binavi, Vem Midalgim that when you're laning, if you're laning after, uh, as we do sometimes in after, we skip a little bit, we go to a little a different parak, we add on psukim here or there. By Navi, that's fine. But in the Torah, you don't want to do that. And Rashi explains that. I, what? I understand. Okay, let's read. Okay? So by, in the Torah, you don't want to do that. Rashi explains because in the Torah, you're learning halachas. And when people, when you start skipping around, people are going to be losing concentration. You don't want to lose concentration, and then they'll miss a halacha. So therefore, in the Torah, the halacha seems to be you have to read directly. So Rabbi, how can we do over here? Skip from Achimais to Pashas Emor. Rabbi, Lekasha. In those days, they used to have a maturgamin who would get up after every pasuk and explain shot in the pasuk. So that which we said, you're not allowed to skip. This is says the more now. It's not a question of paying attention. It's a question of like tircha, and you're moving around. So therefore, if the maturgamin is, is explaining the pasuk and it takes. 20 seconds, 30 seconds, whatever it takes for the Maturkman to explain each Pasuk. So if during that time you can roll ahead to the next Parsha that you need to roll to, then it's fine, then it's not an issue of Kedesh Yifzik and Maturkman. And over here from Achim Ostemar, just a Parsha, it's no big deal, you could do that in the right amount of time. Sometimes that's not true also. Va'alokatani, over there it says, Medalgimin Navi, Ve'emedalgimater. The same halacha that in the, when you're laying off Torah, you could skip around. By Torah, you cannot. Va'adkama Medalgin, and how much are you allowed to skip even in Navi? Only Akadesh Levsekaturgimin. Even in Navi, it's only the amount of time for the Maturgimin in the Navi was explaining to, to, to be able to explain the Pasuk. Otherwise, it's too, too much of a Tircha. Michlal, Dibitera, Klal, Klaloi. It's Mashwadis Brysa, that when it comes to Torah, when you're learning from the Torah itself, you're not allowed to skip at all, even if it's less than the amount it takes to be medalgin. So back to our question. Even if Achim and Amar are close, and it's not Kadesh Yifzik and Maturgim, it's Mashma in Torah, you're not supposed to skip at all. Pachal Kaloi, El Amar Abayah, Abayah says, Anu Hezber, Loi Kasha. 
And here Rashi focuses on the, on the Pshat that I started with, which it depends if we're talking about the same topic or different topics. If we're talking about different topics, then in Terry you got to be very careful, even if it's left Kedesh of because people get confused when you jump from topic to topic. And if they get confused, they might miss a point in a halacha. If you miss a point in a halacha, then you, 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 you miss that halacha, because that's how they used to learn. They used to learn the halacha. They didn't have a halacha yamis that we have at the end. The laning was the teaching of the halacha. So if you miss that, you miss it. Whereas if it's be'inyan echa, like in our sugi, where obviously it's all Yom Kippur related, so then we assume people could be paying attention. And if you're paying, again, you don't want to have more than shalif sekatum because you don't want to have a delay. But as long as there's no delay and it's in the same topic, then you can move from place to place if you need to. And therefore, to move from Achimers to Pasha Samar, that's how fine the Kangolo can do that. Vatanya, we see this in a brisa as follows. The uh, same thing. This Vatanya benichusa. It says in the brisa, medalgimetare beinyanechus. It's beferish. You could skip from place to place if it's the same topic. Ubenavi bishneinyan. And by navi, you can move to different topics. But the kan bekan bekadeshal ifsikal turgamin. Any time you want to skip, whether it's two topics by navi or one topic by tera, it still has to be less than the time it takes for the turgamin to explain. So therefore, there's no delay in terms of the tibur because tircha the tibur, as we'll see in a second, is very chash of inyan over here. The ain another two. Throws in here, even if you want to skip around in Navi, you don't skip from Sefer to Sefer. So you can't go from Yeshaya to Yirmiyo to Yecheskel. It has to be in the same Sefer. But Navi which is all the little Naviyam we have Hoshea, almost, etc. Those are considered to be Sefer Echod, and you can skip around between them. You're not supposed to go you're not supposed to go backwards. We have a few atars during the year where this seems to be an issue. Where sometimes, again, depending on the different neschoyes and different gear uh, that we have for the after, but we seem to skip backwards, especially in Treyosa. We had a pasuk from somewhere else. There's a few times where this comes up during the year where there's a debate in the Paiskim how to do it. But in general, in Novi, you're allowed to skip from topic to topic. Can't skip from safer to safer except in Treyosa, and you should not read the Mafreya, you should not read backwards. But in terms of our sugi, we have no problem, because Achimars and Emor is the same topic, and it is less than time Kitev Shiyifzik and Turgamin, so you're okay. Then we said that even after he reads Parshas Amar, he has more to read from Parshas Pinchas, but he doesn't read it from Parshas Pinchas. He rolls up the Sefer and he says, don't worry, there's more to read here, and then he says the rest of it, Alpeh. Why? Says the Gemara, girl Why does he announce before he starts reading the Pashas Pinchas Alpeh, he says, don't worry, it's all written here. Why does he say that? So people maybe don't realize why he's not reading Pashas Pinchas from the Sefer We'll discuss in a second why he's not. But people might not realize what the Svar is, and they might think the Sefer is puzzle. Oh, you know, all of a sudden we stop learning from the Sefer and he's reading Malpeh. It must be the Sefer is puzzle. No, Sefer is totally kosher. It's not the issue. There's other reasons why we're not reading from it. What are those reasons? The more explains. Just roll. Just roll over there and get to it. And what's the big deal? Even if it's in Yenechad, even if you think you can get there relatively fast, but Lamaisa, it's going to create a Tirchad Tzibura. And if it's a Tirchad Tzibura to roll it over here, you're not going to do it. So just bring a second sefer like we like as Mar is going to explain. We do sometimes during the year. You have a second sefer You don't have to roll anything. 
So Rav Huna Bar Yehuda Amir Mishum Pigma Yishal Rishen. We have an issue. The issue is if you bring a second sefer then again people are going to think something's wrong with the first sefer Why switching sefer People don't know the nuances of the halacha, and therefore they'll think something's wrong with the second sefer with the first sefer And therefore, instead, you have to remember we have a shikol over here. On one hand, you always want to lane from a sefer Reading laning balpeh, dvar you're not really supposed to say balpeh. There's a heter in certain situations, like in this case where it's considered part of a tefillah or it's something that's shagar befiv, like as yashir, certain shma things you're allowed to say balpeh. But, in general, we don't want to lane Balpeh, we want to lane from a Sefer So we have to weigh that against the other issues we have over here, of Tich and the Tzibura, and people thinking the first Sefer is possible. The Chazal seem to say those things outweigh, and therefore it's better to lane it Balpeh. He says, if you bring a second Sefer you're going to have to make another Brich and we don't want to make another bracha in general. Again, so this is again weighing the idea of making a second bracha against the idea of way of laning balpeh. We prefer, at least in this context of of Yom Kippur, to lane balpeh. But what is this idea that we're afraid if you bring a second Sefer Torah, people will think the first Sefer Torah is no good? We do it all the time. You bring three Sefer Torah. Again, the same idea. You don't want to learn from the same one because you don't want to have to roll back and forth. So you bring three Sefer Torah. Whatever the Parsh is, usually it's Parsh Smikates. One you learning Parsh Pinchas Mikates from Rosh Chodesh. The other one you learn the learning of Chanukah, but then you see him. What's going on? What do you, you see? You're not chayshish that people are going to think that the first sefer Torah or the second sefer Torah is possible. So why is it different? So it's very simple. gavri sifri pigma. Over there on Shabbos Mishchadish Chanukah, you have three aliyahs. and therefore the first person gets aliyah from the first sefer Torah. He reads or the seven, the the six aliyahs actually we make over there, and then you take a second sefer Torah, you give a whole another person aliyah, and the third sefer Torah, you give a third person aliyah, and therefore if you give three people three aliyahs with three sefer Torah, people won't think that there's something wrong with the first one or the second one. They know it's different people. They're learning from different sections. But Chagav over here, it's all the kain gol, and if it's all the kain gol, but trei sifri ikapagama, then when people people were chayshish because I was afraid. People will think, why is the Kohen Gadol switching Sefer Torah? And they don't understand the idea of Teichet Zibur, etc. So therefore it's better that from Achim Ha'estema, which is close, we can, read, we can just be Gadol, it's no big deal. But to go all the way to Chemish Pekudim, all the way to Pashas Pinchas, that we don't want to have to do, and therefore he reads that mm-hmm. Balpeh. I'm sorry? Yes. So that he should or he should on Hanukkah? Oh, so I assume on Hanukkah when you have three people, each one's making their own bracha anyways. Right, in those days, they used to make one bracha before laning and one bracha after laning in the same parsha. But if they switch their fetera and it's different people, then maybe there, it wouldn't be a bracha shenzicha. It's, it's very strange to say it's a bracha shenzicha, anyways, because you could have easily have brought both sefetera there and made the bracha chala both of them. It's not clear because before we discuss, can you do that? Can you make one bracha that's chala two lanings? They want to bring it right from here. Then maybe it's different. Not one hundred percent clear. You're, you're right. So then after he finishes the laning and the part that he lanes Balpeh, then we get to the section that we had in the mission of the Shmoyna Brachas that he makes. And what are these Shmoyna Brachas? So first this is the Bracha after Birchas Torah. It's not the Bracha before Torah. This is the Bracha of Hashanah Salanu. That's the regular Bracha we make in a shul after we lane. So he makes the Hashanah Salanu Torah. Then he makes the Alavoy. Now Rashi over here doesn't explain. If you look at all these Rashi's, if you're looking back on the Mishnah, 
Alavoyde is, you say the regular bracha, Rashi says, of Ritzei. Regular bracha of Ritzei from Shmoneswe. Valoida, that's the regular bracha of Moidim. Yamachilas Ovein. Now, what is this bracha, Yamachilas Ovein? Rashi says in the Mishnah, it's Atobachartonu, that we normally say in Yom Kippur, that finishes off Melech, Moicha, Vosalech, Lavoseinu, Lavois, Amoyosel, etc. The regular bracha, we normally finish off the middle bracha of Shmoneswe on Yom Kippur. So that would be the bracha of Mechilas Ovein, because we're talking about here on Yom Kippur. So those brachas we understand, those first four we understand. Ala Migdash, what's the Migdash? It's a Brach Bifnayatsma. Again, Rashi in the Mishnah says, you say Vikhaisi Barak Asher Bakar Bamigdash. Some sort of bracha. Doesn't say what the Nusukh is, but the in the end of the bracha is Bakar Bamigdash. Then we have Al Hakoyanim, you make a bracha on the Koyanim, via Bifnayatsman, and Al Yisrael Bifnayatsman, you brach on the Koyanim and you bracha for Yisrael. Rashi says, Vikhaisim Barakha Baikher bi Amo Yisrael. Okay, so that's a bracha you make over there. And then Val Yushalayim Bifnayatsma. Rashi says over here he doesn't bring what the Nusukh is. Rashi says the Yushalmi say to bring such a Nusukh for this bracha that you're making on Yerushalayim. So these would be the eight brachas. And the Nukuda was here also these brachas should be Balash and Kaidish. Then the Mishnah said there seems to be like a ninth bracha that says Vishar Hatfila. What is this Vishar Hatfila? Hashar Tfila is Tchina Rina Ubakosha. This is the Nusach of the Bracha. Shamchi so Tzichni Vasher. We need we need to be saved. Vechaisim and you end off Shemeya Tfila. It sounds like a regular Bracha. So this is a little bit strange because now we end up with nine Brachas in the Mishnah. If Shara Tfila is its own Bracha, we actually have nine. If you count them up, there's nine. So if you look in the gears of the Mishnah, if you look at the Mishnahis and look at the way the Raman brings this Mishnah, he leaves out the Yerushalayim bracha. There is no bracha in Yerushalayim. So you only have eight that way. Rashi, actually in the Mishnah, when Rashi talks about this Mishnah, Rashi doesn't mention anything about the Allah Kainim. So it could be the Kainim and Yisrael is considered one together. It's not 100% clear. But there clearly is eight. The Mishnah says the number eight. So how you count these eight, you can debate in the, in the different Mepharshim, but, but we count them as eight. Then the Gemara finishes off an interesting point. Mikan v'yelech, after the Kohen Gadol finishes the Shemayin Brachos, kolachar v'yachar mevi sefeter b'dech Everybody had their own sefeter there. And v'kairi and they all lay together. It's not exactly what they lay, it doesn't say, but they lay. The kolkach lama, what's the purpose of that? If they already heard the laying. K'day laharis chazusay the rabbi. Rashi says, shall sefeter v'nover. We want to show off the beautiful sefeter. Zekeri v'anvei, Rashi says, they should have a beautiful Torah, and therefore everybody had on Yom Kippur, and, the, and whoever was there, whoever came to visit the base of English Kippur, had their own Sefetera there, and they laid from the Sefetera in, I guess, little groups or whatever it is, after the Kohen Gadol finished. Minute. Next Mishnah. The next halacha we said they have to do a Lash and Kodesh is Parshas HaMelech. Parshas HaMelech is the parsha we have called Hakel. Okay? Now the parsha of Hakel is actually in Parshas Vayelech. And let's just read, I'll just read it quite quickly, the Psukim, because we're going to dash in a bunch of the Psukim. It says, we're in Parshas Vayelech, Perek, Lamed, Aleph, Pasek, Yud. Vayetzav, Moisha, Isam, Lemar, Miketz, Sheva, Shonim, B'moyed, Shnasa, Shemit, B'chag, Asukas. So this is a really tricky Pasek. The Mordech Hashbuch was telling us exactly when this uh, Mamad should take place. And instead of just, you know, we would say, just give me a date and leave me alone. Right? It says it's complicated here. It's Miketz, Sheva, Shonim, B'moyed, which sounds like Yontif. Shnasa Shmita sounds like it's on Yont Shmita. Bechaga Sukkos on Sukkos. So we're going to try to figure out exactly what this pasuk is telling me. Bavoy Ko Yisrael Reis Pereh Shabbalakechal B'makav Shayifchar Tikkeres Atera Zois Neged Ko Yisrael Ba's name. You should read this Torah for all of Ko Yisrael in, in their ears. Hakos Am We know Anoshem Anoshem Ataf Vegecha Shabisharecha. Everybody comes. Man Yishmu V'an Yibul Duvu Yores Hashem Alikechem V'Shamulas Is Called Atera Atera Zois. That's the parsha. So. A, it's a little bit vague in the Pasuk when it is. 
B, if you pay attention, nowhere in this passage doesn't say a word about the Melech. It doesn't say a word about a Melech in this passage. There's nothing about a Melech. So how do we know Melech? So we should him say, because before this, the passage says that Moshe Rabbeinu was talking to the Kohanim and the Ziknei Ha'am, and he says to the Kahanim and the Zikne Am that you should arrange to have this type of maimed taking place. So who is above the Kahanim and Zikne Am must be the Melech. But it's not clear that Daraisa, you have to have the Melech. It could be somebody else is allowed to do this also. Also, it doesn't say, what, what should you read? Tikra Satayra Hazois. What does that mean? The, the whole Sefer Tavarim, just Tavarim, parts of Tavarim. It's not clear in the Pasuk exactly what's supposed to be read. And that's what our Mishnah is going to talk about. It says the Mishnah. Parshas HaMelech, Kate said, Moitzi Yontif Rishon Shel Chag, so it's Matze Yontif of Sukkot, meaning the first day of Sukkot. Then it says Bishmini. Bishmini sounds like we're talking about Shmini Yatzeres. That's what it sounds like. The Gemara's going to question that, of course, because you just said it's not Shmini Yatzeres, you just said it's Matze first day of Yontif. So the Gemara will discuss that. But Matze Shriyas, in the Sukkot after Shemitah, then Oisulai Bima Shal Bazar, you make a giant sort of bima, giant kind of platform in the middle of the Azara, and the Melech sits there, and then, so he sits up there, and what happens? So similar to what we had on Yom Kippur, the Chazan, the one who's in charge of logistics, gives it to the one who makes the decisions. He gives it to the Skan Kohen Gadol. He gives it to the Kohen Gadol, which is where we stopped in Yom Kippur, but here, the Kohen Gadol gives it to the Melech. The Kohen Gadol gives it to the Melech. The Melech Oymid. Now the Melech who was before the sitting, apparently, he now stands up, and he miscabbles it there. The Kuryashif. And he actually lanes sitting down, which is something we don't normally do. Normally we lane Sefer Standing up, of course. The Melech, Askavar Melech, he's going to be sitting down. However, the Gemara brings a story. Agrippa Samelech. Agrippa Samelech was the second to last Melech right before the Chorban. He was a grandson of Hordus. So we know Hordus was from, not from Gudichos, Hordus was an Eved. But Agrippa's mother, apparently, at least according to Rashi, was from Beis Chashmanoi. So she was Jewish, and she was from, sort of, Malchus, from Chashmanoi Malchus. But his father definitely was from Hordus. Okay, so Agrippa's a Melech Omad. So we have the documented story. They did Hakel. This is a few, you know, 30, 40 years before the Chorim. Agrippa's a Melech Omad Kibel. He got this if they have a Kara Oymid. He did not sit down to lane. He actually laned standing up. Okay. The Chacham said, that's a very nice thing that you're doing, that you're standing up. Why? The Gemara will explain. But when he got to read the Pasuk, that the Pasuk says, that you should put on yourself a king. That's the Pasuk we have. Which Pasuk we read? That's the Pasuk we normally read. He says, which is the end of the Pasuk, that you should not put on you as a Melech, someone who's not 100% Miyuchos, and maybe not even Jewish. So Zolgul Enav Dmois. His eyes cried, because he realized that he's an improper king. Amrulai, the Cham said to him, Altis don't worry about it. Achenuata, Achenuata, don't worry, you're a good king, you're one of us, you're a Heilekeid, everything's okay. The Gemara will discuss what they meant by this. So, what does he read? So So he reads the following parshas. He reads from the beginning of Sefer Dvarim until Shema, which is in Ve'eschana, then and, and including Shema, of course. Then he reads Vahayim Shmaya, which is actually in Parshas Ekev. Then Aser to Aser. Now Rashi explains over here, since we're talking over here the right after Shemitah, 
So A, we're talking about Sukkot's time where people normally are involved in Trumas and Maisos from everything that grew out throughout the summer. Here we're talking about after Shemitah where nothing grew. Okay, so you have nothing growing. But on the other hand, nobody's been taking Trumas and Maisos for a whole year. So it actually makes a lot of sense to chazer over the halachas of Trumas and Maisos so people should get back into it. Okay, so you learn Aser to Aser. Which is in Parshas Re'ei. Then he reads Kisachala La'aser, which is in Parshas Kisavoy. Then, according to Argirs and the Gemara he then reads the Parshas Hamelach, okay, which is in Parshas Shaftim. And then Brachas Uklalos, and then he goes back and reads the Brachas Uklalos that your grammar called Parsha in Parshas Kisavoy. Rashi has a little different gears over here. Rashi says you put the two Parshas of Meiser together, and then you read the Brachas Uklalos, and then you read the Parshas Hamelach at the end. So Rashi has it a little bit jumping back and forth. Now, what's very interesting, I found, I didn't see it, it says, the Pesach that Agrippus was crying about is not on the list of things we read. Right? It says when he got to this Pesach, he cried, but that Pesach, which is in Sefer Dvarim Perik Yud Zion, is actually not in, well, it's, it's, it's in Parsha Zamelech, so maybe, maybe it's at the end there. Okay, maybe it is, I'm sorry. Fine. So, one Rashi I wanted to see over here, Rashi Asakasha. Five lines down. Vimishum diyeshkan diluk. If you see five lines down, the wide lines Rashi. Vimishum diyeshkan diluk b'tera. So you're skipping around. You just said you're not supposed to skip around. Listen to this. B'kadesh yifsek atorgemin. Ain lemelech torgemin ve'ain metargemin achmarov. Rashi says there is no torgemin over here, and therefore that halacha. That's a very strange halacha. Frakturim What does that mean? If the whole idea why you're allowed to skip the yifsek atorgemin is because it's not so much delayed over here, you have no torgemin. So now you're allowed to skip more? It doesn't make any sense. So some of us should explain that Rashi is telling you over here that because you see there's no halacha of a torgamin, that means we're not learning these halachas to learn them. And therefore, we're not, the whole reason we don't want to skip is people get confused and they miss a halacha. If there's no maturgamin, we're not interested in them really learning the halachas anyways. It's just a maimad that we want everyone together, and etc. And therefore, we relay this inventory with them, but they're not actually learning the halachas, therefore we're not concerned if they have to actually miss something from that point. Okay, continues the Mishnah. Continues the Mishnah. Bracha Shakarim. So now, what are the brachas that he makes over here? We said afterwards he makes brachas. Bracha Shakarim. Gadol Mavarchas and Amelach Mavarchas. And the same eight brachas Shakarim. Gadol says here, Kipper. The uh, the Melech says here as well, except El Shanaisin Shavagolam Tachas Michel Saman. Obviously, he's not going to read anything about Moichel Vosaleh Lama Yisrael Yom Kipper. Instead, he reads the bracha of Yom. Okay. So I'm a Bishmini Sovedad. You just told me that it's on Shmini Atzeres. Right? And it's not on Shmini Atzeres, it's on after, let's say, first day Yantif. It says, Shmini doesn't mean the eighth day of Yantif. Bishminis means the eighth year, meaning the year after Shemitah. What do we need all these different words for? Somewhere it's the Kosachman of Mikates, if it just said Mikate Shevashonim, have him in a name Mihashta. It means from whatever Moshe Abedu told us this mitzvah, start counting a seven year cycle, but Labdafka Zekashur to Shemitah. Because remember, Shemitah doesn't start till Achad the Shevashe Kivshu and Shevashe Chilku. So that would be in a different cycle, maybe. It could be a year, maybe two off. So, it has to be Matzah Shemitah. Because it just said Shemitah, have a mean of Shemitah. You would think it means at the end of Shemitah, Stamen, an El or something of Shemitah. So, it has to be Yantif. There is no Yantif at the end of Shemitah. Because of Bamayid, have a mean of Reshasa. So, maybe that means Matzah Shemitah, Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah is also a Mayid. So, therefore, maybe you should do it on Rosh Hashanah. You have to do a tafka on sukkahs. Because I have sukkahs, so when on sukkahs? Sukkahs is seven days, eight days. I mean, I feel yantif achrein, even at the end of sukkahs. When they're coming, 
from when they are at the beginning of Mayan. And therefore Rashi says, really mi'ikaradin from the Pasik, Hakel should be on Yantif, first day Yantif. The problem is, says Rashi, you have to be able to build this big Bima Shal'itz. You're not building anything on Yontif. And you don't want to build an Erev Yontif because an Erev Yontif is the craziest time of year when everyone's bringing their Karbanas. There's thousands, millions of people running in out of the base of Mikdash. Therefore, you don't want to build a beam over there then. Therefore, you have no choice, Rashi says, that we push it off to do it on Matzei Yontif, so it's on Cholomoy. Cholomoy, there's less Balagan going on, even though everyone's coming for Hakel, of course. But then at least you can build the bima in the, as, as we'll see in a second, the Ezra Slashim, and that solves that problem of, uh, of crowd control. Like, by this is appropriate discussions. Chalamayd, you're allowed to. No, Chalamayd, you're allowed to build for, for Mitzvah, yeah. Yeah, but that also... But it wasn't a Bima Shalates. There was a different kind of Hatkona. There wasn't a Bima Shalates. Says the Gemara... Somebody again, again, as we said yesterday, Why are you giving all these chekes? Each one's taking the seven terrors. Sounds like you're giving cover to the skan and to the going bottle, even though there's a melech. As we said yesterday, it's actually covered for the melech that it works its way up to the king. He read the seven terror standing up. How it says Agrippa stood up to get the secretary. How was he sitting in the first place? Yes, a king is allowed to sit in the Azaras. The only one, but only a king from Beis David. Agrippus, whatever he was, he definitely was not Beis David. He was half Chashmanoi and half Hordus, but he definitely was not going to be anything to do with Beis David. So what was he doing sitting there? Only David and only Malchus Beis David could sit there. Says Mark Damar of Chista, like Chista said yesterday, that they land on Yom Kippur was Bezrus Nashim, Achanam Bezrus Nashim, and Achanam. This whole yeshiva, this whole moment of Kriyas Torah of Hakel, etc., was not in the Azara where you're not allowed to sit. It was in the Bezrus Nashim, and there you could sit all you want, and therefore he was sitting. But he decided to stand up. Says Mavi Shavchu Chacham and Misha said Chacham said Nice, thank you. It's all the good things. So how could that be? Shavchu Mechal the Shaprav. Does that mean he did a good thing? Hamar Avashi Afiyom I never Nasi Shemachal Kvadei Machol. We have a, even if you hold that a nasi can be meichal and is covered, the Gemara in Sanhedrin discusses about melech shemachal kvodei ain kvodei machol. Right, the, the covet of a melech is covered shemayim. He can't be meichal, and so did on the melech himself. The melech himself is not to be meichal's own covet. Shemar soim tosim alecha melech sheitei masa alecha. That even if you're meichal, soim tosim. Even if you're meichal, the first soim you still have a tosim. Rashi says so it's always going to be reverting the covet. So what's this idea that? They said it was a good thing that he stood up. It's a mitzvah shani. When he's bringing Isaac in a mitzvah, specifically Taisa is a mitzvah of Tzibor, then, it may, then he's allowed to be Meichel and his covet, and therefore Agrippus decided, maybe to make up for the fact that he felt he wasn't a full, a full melech, that he's going to stand when he reads the Sefer Torah. But when he got to Lasucha Lasseis, then he cried, we said. So, Klai Yisrael, obviously a euphemism, Lashen Saginor, that Klai Yisrael was Mechayev Klia, they, they, they had to get an Einish for what happened over here. Shechnifu loyla gripas. This is going to be the sugi here called Chanufa. Chanufa means when someone is doing something bad and you say, all's good, don't worry, you're a big tzaddik, everything's the gewaldika thing, don't worry about it. When you say something like that to someone bad, that's called Chanufa, and that's a serious problem, and serious issues come from here. And by Agrippas, they should have told them no. They should have told him, you're not, you're not a right king, you don't belong being the Melech. And said they're Mechanafim, and they said, oh, it's all good. Chal Yisrael was deserving of punishment for that. And the Lord's going to talk about this now a little bit. Amar Shemim ben Chalafto. Miyayim she'gavar a'groifah shal Chanufa. 
This has to be a play on words of some sort. I'm saying a pun over here. We're throwing in a grapher means the fist of Hanufa, but it has to be a, a pun based on Agrippus, right? It doesn't make any sense. It's not like that. This Avu Adinim. So Din got messed up because the the Shaftim are, are being Mechanif to the Balidinim. They're saying, yeah, you're all okay. And then people don't know what's right and what's wrong anymore because no one knows who's... Everybody's good. So if everybody's good, so I, if I see someone doing something, I think, oh, the Rav said he's good, so it must be he's good. I can do what he's doing. So no one's doing, right? No one can give Musa to anybody because everybody's just, you're all good. Right? Now, obviously, there's ways to give Musa and there's ways to when you be more dead people, Mechazic people. But Chanufa is a very serious issue. However, it could be that to a Russia in Oilamazeh, where we're in Golis, or Tachas, the Shita of the Goyim, then maybe you could. If you need, obviously, in a case of Sakhar Safoshis, do whatever you need to do. And we've done that through the years, of course. But uh, in a situ- even if it's not Sakhar Safoshis, maybe to a Russia in Oilamazeh, you could. Why? Interesting, Joshua. Shanemar, the Posik says in Yeshaya, that the Osid. In the future, we won't call a novel someone who's disgusting, someone who's a balavera. We won't call him a div. Ulikili, Rashi, someone who's drunk. We will not say you will save us, you will daven for us. That's only in the future. Mashma nowadays, we go around the someone who's a horrible person. We call him good things. We see another pasuk like that it's in the Torah. When Yaakov Avinu met Esav, what did he say? He said to Esav, "Oh, when I see you, it's like seeing God." That's Chanufa Lachera. So you see that a tzaddik could be mechanif to a rasha, and that's the, just the nature of uh, our relationship. So the Mopligi of Levi, Levi says no such thing. Chanufa Zasar in all circumstances. Oh, what by Yaakov? What did Yaakov do with Esav? How did Yaakov say to Esav? Kireis Penelikim. Very nice pshat. The Mordechai Levi. Marshal Yaakov Esav Lamad Davidaima. La Adam Shazimin is Chaveri. So two people can sit down to eat. Vehikir Boish Ravakish Lahargai. And Ruvain realized Shimon's about to kill him. He's a guy. He's going to kill him. So you know he wants to threaten him back, but you want to do it in a sort of a veiled fashion. So Amalai, so he says like this: Tam tav Wow, this steak is delicious. That shani time ketav shoshatamti besamelach. This steak tastes like last night I was by the king and I ate a steak. It tasted the same thing. So what do you mean by saying that? Amar yadle malka. So then the other guy says, "Whoa, this guy ate by the king. I can't start up with him. He has buddies in high places." So Mister Fivlai Kotale. So that's all Yaakov Avinu was doing. Yaakov Avinu was saying to Esav, "He was hinting to him, I'm friends with God." If you start up with me, you're starting up with God. He wasn't really telling him that you look like God at all. And therefore, according to Levi, Chanufa Zasser, even to a rush. Amr Melazar, Koladam Sheesh Pei Chanufa, maybe Af Liyelim. Brings anger, because Shpokho doesn't like when people misjudge and people mischaracterize things in the world. Shanemar, the Pasuk says in Iyoiv, Vechan Fei Leiv Yasimu Af. People who are Mechanif people, they create anger in the world. People are like that, and they can't figure out what's good and what's bad. They cause their tefillahs not to be answered, because the Pasuk continues over there. They won't be answered in their tefillahs if they have Chanufa. It's such a bad thing, it gets to the core of the world, even a Vlad, who's not even born yet, and just a pure Neshama, is Mechal the person. Shanemar. Pasuk says in Mishlei, Oimer l'Rasha tzadik ato. If someone says to a Rasha, you're a tzadik, yikbuhu amim yizmu'u le'umim. So what are these words? So we say, 
You want to zoom in? Ain't koiv ela klala. Koiv is the lashon of klala. Shema like kova kel, like we have by Bilam. So it's lashon of kova. So that when we say the pasuk yikavu, they should be give a klala who amim yizmu leumim. Who is leumim? They ain't leumim leubrim. That's referring to a fetus. Shenemu leoyim yamelts by Yaakov and Esau when they were inside by uh, inside by Rivka. So it says leoyim. So you see leumim is a lashon of uh, of an uber. Yamar Belazer kolam sheish bechanufa neifel begehenim. Shenemar, the Pasuk says in Yeshaya, So again, speaking about people who do Chanufa, who mischaracterize people. What does it say? Right, have to mention We have to get that in somewhere. But here it's the Esh of Gehenim that we're talking about. Um, and therefore, people who do Chanufa will fall the Esh. Remember Belazer? Probably the Gersa should be the Russia. So if you do Chanufa to a Russia, you think you're doing it because you want to get the Russia on your side? The opposite. The Russia is going to come back and attack you. And if it won't be the Russia, it'll be his children or his grandchildren. Chananya was a Navi Sheker. And Yemi had just said the Navua that they're going to go into Golis. And Chananya said, don't worry about it. We're only going into Golis for a short time, a couple of years, and then we're coming back. And Yemi is a Navi Sheker. Yemi knows that Chananya is a Navi Sheker. So Yemi responds to him, Amen. Kein Yasa Hashem, Yaakov Hashem is Now he meant it sarcastically. Right? You're a Navi Sheker. Halavai, it should be like you're saying, but it's wrong. But he shouldn't have said it that way, because that was like Chanufa. As far as Chananya is concerned, Yemi is saying, oh, you're a good Navi. That's Chanufa. Uksiv, and later on it says, Vahihu b'sharben yomin, Yirmiya went out to Sharben yomin, v'sham bal pekidais, v'shmo Yiria ben Shalmiya ben Chananya, this was the grandson of Chananya, v'yitvay sishimyo, they arrested him. Hanavi, lemer alakazdim atanayfa, we're going to deliver you to the Persians. V'yirmiya, sheker, enanayfa alakazdim, you're not going to deliver me to the Persians, and it says at the end, v'yitvay sishimyo, v'yitvay sishimyo, so he was noifel biyad, the grandson of Chananya, who's the one he was mechanif, he thought he was going to get on his good side. Turns out it didn't work out. I'll stop here. We'll pick up Mr. Shem more tomorrow.